Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Happy Tuesday, my friends. It's a crazy good day to be alive. I'm so thankful that we get to share this time together. Thank you for inviting me into your life, wherever you are and whatever you're doing. I'm absolutely honored to bring you some Jesus and some joy and some pep and some zest and some energy today. Isn't that what we need? Here we go. The title of today's episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast is Let God Be God. Here, within this hardship... God is actually being good to you. Here in the middle of this mess, God's blessings are pouring out on you. Here in this season of life you never wanted to be in, God is being faithful in ways you have never seen before. You have never seen it before because you've never needed it before. And now that you need God on a whole new level, you will see him working on a whole new level if you look for him. Are you looking for God in this? Are you searching for his fingerprints on the details of your life? Or are your thoughts focused on how bad it is, how totally unfair it is, and how much you straight up hate this. Proverbs 23 verse 7 says, For as he thinks within himself, so he is. It it sounds like a riddle, but it really makes sense. If within you are thoughts of misery, you become miserable. If within you are thoughts of pity, you become pitiful. If within you are thoughts of overwhelm, you become overwhelmed. But my sister, if within you are thoughts of blessings, you become blessed. If within you are thoughts of strength, you become strong. If within you are thoughts of joy, You become the happiest darn person in the room, even in the middle of your mess. Because in the middle of your mess, you see God's sweet provisions like never before. If you're looking for them. How do you look for blessings? You think within yourself about being blessed. You use your eyes to see the beauty still here. You use your mouth to express sheer gratitude for all that is good and right and working. You intentionally set your mind on God's faithfulness in every season and every circumstance, and you will find his faithfulness in abundance. Nehemiah 8 verse 10 says, Don't be dejected and sad. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Now, these words were spoken to a people who had just experienced major loss and defeat. 
And they were also beginning to understand how they had been disobedient and betrayed God and kind of brought some of this hardship upon themselves. But God didn't want them stuck in feelings of guilt and despair. God offered them strength when choosing to be joyful in him. He didn't tell them to wait until they got their life together to be joyful. He didn't tell them to save their happiness and their celebration until this mess was fixed. He told them in the remains of what was left, in the reality of the hardship they were in, go and celebrate with a feast of rich foods and sweet drinks and share gifts of food with people who have nothing prepared. This is a sacred day before the Lord. Don't be dejected and sad, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. You know when you lay around on the couch, you feel even worse, don't you? When you mope around with low energy, you somehow have even less energy. When you dwell on all that is wrong, your mind is filled with a hundred other ways it could get even worse. And then you're stuck in worry. And then you stress. And then the darkness sets in. And then you can't see your way out. But when you choose joy pure joy that comes from the depths of your soul and the spirit of God within you, you find strength. And this is a choice, a choice to rejoice in the Lord, a choice to be joyful even when life kind of sucks. And that joy acts like pure magic in your life. If you need a little magic in your crappy situation, here it is. I'm going to give you a scripture today that maybe you've never even read this scripture, or if you've read it, you felt like, well, that doesn't even apply to my life. These situations are not my situations. But I want to show you how this scripture does apply to your life today. It is in Habakkuk. Yeah, it's a book of the Bible I haven't studied a whole lot, but Habakkuk. Chapter 3, verses 17 and 18. You may have skimmed right over this before, but you're going to see it differently today. It says, even though the fig trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vines, even though the olive crop fails and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty, yet... I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. This may seem a little out of touch with your reality today. So we're going to just insert some real life circumstances to, to see how this applies. So it says, even though the fig trees have no blossoms. Well, yeah, that's really like, even though there's, (laughs) no money in the bank. And there's no grapes on the vines. Well, that's today's, and there's no way to pay the bills. Even though the olive crop fails, even though the paycheck coming will never be enough, and the fields lie empty and barren, and the bills keep rolling in. It says, even though the flocks die in the fields, that's like even though we ended up in the emergency room last week, 
and the cattle barns are empty, that's, and we can't afford the copay. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. <laughs> we don't need to change that line at all. My butt is still blessed. You, you should just go ahead and say that right now. My butt is still blessed. Even with all of this going on, God is still being good to me. We have never gone hungry. Somehow there has always been enough. And while life doesn't currently look the way I thought it should or hoped it would be, the undeniable truth is God is still blessing me. Let's look at that scripture in another perhaps real life circumstance. Even though my marriage fell apart, even though the kids are mad at me and everyone is fighting, even though my life is total chaos and it just seems to keep getting worse, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. Now, if I haven't hit your personal circumstances yet, you just go ahead and write your own story here. What's wrong? What's just getting worse? What looks hopeless? What feels overwhelming? Go ahead and list it out and then choose to say, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. That is a choice. Maybe not an easy one, but still a choice. My friends, this is strength. This is the result of thinking within yourself very intentional thoughts centered on God's providence and provision. You think blessed thoughts, so you are blessed. You think positive thoughts, so you see the positive. This chapter of your life has a title. It's called Letting God Be God. What's the alternative? You try to be God? That's exhausting, isn't it? Honey, you suck at being God. You know why? Because you don't know everything. You don't see it all. And you get all wrapped up in your feelings and you make impulsive decisions. You can't be God. So you are left with one good option here. Let God be God. This is where you choose to trust him no matter what happens. This is where you remember he is true to his promises always and forever. This is where you remember Isaiah 55 verses 8 and 9. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. I'm not going to understand it. I'm not in control of it. But I know the one who does understand it. I know the one who holds my whole world in the palm of his hand. I know the one who has seen the end from the very beginning and has good plans for my life. So this is where I trust him. This is where I let God be God. And this is where I choose to look for evidence of his intimate involvement in the details of my life. 
every single one of us are here today with a 100% track record of surviving every day that has come our way so far. Every one of us are here because God has gotten us through without fail. And won't he do it again? When will God ever stop being God? When will he stop making a way? When will he stop showing up and doing the impossible things for his girls? When will he stop divinely aligning open doors and opportunities and provisions and connections and blessings for those who trust in him? Never. He will never stop doing that. So we can be right here in the middle of the mess and find joy. We can wonder how it's going to work out while trusting him completely to work in the unseen. We can grieve what has been lost while we are grateful for what is still here. We can look at the reality while knowing God is not confined by any limitation or restriction. Joy comes when we fix our eyes on a mighty God who is greater than our circumstances. Whatever your circumstances are, please remember God is greater than this. And when you fix your eyes on the fact that God is greater than these circumstances, instead of fixing your eyes on the circumstances, when you fix your eyes on how great God is and how big he is and how capable he is and how faithful he is, then you find joy. Romans 15 verse 13, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Joy and peace come as you trust in him. Without your trust, without you deciding to let God be God, You get stuck in your circumstances and you forfeit the supernatural offerings of God. God is greater than this. He is bigger than this. Focus on him. He is making a way. And because you trust he is making a way, you can have joy along the way. And that joy Well, it gives you strength you didn't even know you had. You need joy today? Choose it. Choose it. Choose it by fixing your thoughts on what God is doing. Look for God. Oh, he is here and he's doing so much. And then you have strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Hey, can I just pray with you real quick? If you're going through some crap in your life, if things are uncertain and stressful and you've been worried, I just want to pray over you right now. Can, can we do that? Join me. Well, good morning, Papa God. Thank you so much for waking us up today, God. And I just thank you that you are God and I am not. I thank you that you understand it, you see it, you hold it all. You're in control of it all. And God, I I trust you. We place our trust in you. And we're just going to let you be God. And as we trust in you, we intentionally choose our thoughts today. And we choose 
to think about you. We choose to think about your blessings, your faithfulness, your goodness, regardless of circumstances, regardless of the reality right now. We choose to think intentionally about you and your goodness. And when we do, we receive strength. We receive joy. And we thank you for that. I thank you for being God. (laughs) And I thank you that you are good at your job. We are grateful for you. I am grateful for everyone you have brought to hear this today, Lord. I just pray over their families the situations that they're in, the circumstances that, God, there, there's some tough stuff happening, some real life tough stuff. And I just pray that you would be their God today, that you would be near them, that you would provide for them, that you would protect them, that you would do what only you can do. And as they place their trust in you, I pray that they would find joy and that that joy becomes their strength. Thank you, God for all that you're doing that we can see and all that you're doing that we can't see that we just trust you with. It is in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, my friends, thank you so much for inviting me into your life today. Have a beautiful day of life. Let's do it again tomorrow. I love you wildly. Goodbye, everybody. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com.